Welcome to the Brand the Interpreter podcast. I'm your host, Mireya Perez, a community interpreter in K-12 public education with a desire to listen to the stories of other language professionals from all over the world. These are your stories about our profession. Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new season. Welcome to a brand new year. And if you've not yet noticed, welcome to a brand new look. Yep, I've rebranded my personal brand and that of the podcast. Why? Well, as my friend and colleague once said, why not? From the beginning, I had mentioned that this podcast was meant for both professional and personal growth, and our personal brands should evolve as we do. That's the beauty of your personal brand. So, same platform, different look. And speaking about different look, this season is not only jam-packed with incredible guests again, it'll also now include many episodes of special topics with yours truly. So every so often, you'll hear a mini episode on either personal or professional growth topics where I'll include excerpts from the different readings or articles that I've come across on both topics. Because as some of you may know, I am a bookworm, and these happen to be my favorite reading genres, and I'd like to share them with you. Okay, actually, I try to share them with my eight-year-old, but he gives me this blank stare. I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, so I figured, well, you know what? Maybe I should be sharing it with the interpreting community instead. So lucky you, I get to share these topics with you. So let's get started. Today's special topic is personal branding, but first, a story. If you listen to episode 3, then the following story will sound familiar. The idea of the brandy interpreter came after a colleague of mine requested, maybe a few times, if I would present at an interpreting and translators conference that she holds yearly in Orange County, California. And after a lot of back and forths with the title, I came up with uh, the title Brand the Interpreter. Why brand, you might wonder? Well, because like many of us, it really did feel like our roles were hidden, hidden behind all the noise that was going on with the air quotes, bigger fish to fry, as one administrator once told me. So I wanted a name that spoke about highlighting the role of the interpreter. And so the name brand, the interpreter, was born. Fast forward to present day, it's now transformed into a podcast where I get to highlight the stories of language professionals from all over the world. So let's go back to the topic of personal branding. When you think about a personal brand, don't think about a logo or a website, or a color scheme. While those things do eventually play a role in the aesthetics of your brand, they're not what's most important. Instead, I'd like for you to think about your personal brand as what you'd like people to say about you. What would other like-minded individuals say about your services or you if you were not in the room? It's important that you think about this and put some thought into it because your personal brand revolves around your reputation. 
This is why it's called a personal brand. Once you have that, put it in writing. Write it down. I want to be known for. If you're unsure what that reputation is, then that needs to be your starting point. If you happen to know that you've got some traction in this area, then what follows is thinking about who is your ideal client, or if you're staffed, who is your ideal audience. This piece can be difficult sometimes because we tend to think that everyone or anyone is a potential client or audience. And while this may be true in the general sense, we don't want general, we want specific. The more specific we can get with our intention and client or audience, the clearer our message is. So if you're a freelancer, for instance, are you looking to contract with schools? immigration, workers' comp, or perhaps even a religious institution? If you're a staffed interpreter, are you looking to inform school site secretaries, case managers, school principals, school liaisons, or even your department supervisor? Are you beginning to see why getting very specific makes a difference? If not, perhaps the next point might help clear things out. So once you've gotten clear on your audience or clients, you're going to put together communications or information that is specific to your target audience or clients. The information you share must, let me repeat that again, must help solve a specific issue for your audience or for your client. This could be an issue they may or may not even be aware of. But be careful here. You don't want to come across in your communications or the information that you share out as the hero. Rather, you always want to aim to inform. Always aim to inform. So if there's an issue you feel you can provide a solution to, work your way backwards. In other words, you want to communicate solutions rather than problems. Eventually, people will see you as the person that can offer the solution to their TNI translation or interpreting related problem. It's important that all of these are practiced with consistency. Man, I cannot stress this piece enough. Consistency is key. So you want to choose a time block one time a week, one time a month, twice a school year, whatever it's going to be, just stick to it and be consistent. Okay, so quick recap. Number one, what do you want to be recognized or known for? What do you want people to think of when they think of you? Write that down. I want to be known for. Number two, be specific about your audience or your clients. If you're trying to serve everyone, you're serving no one. So get specific about who you want to target. Number three, design your communications or your information to that specific audience. And you want to talk about their specific needs, not what you're so wonderful for and that you can come and save the day, but rather you want to aim to inform. You want to inform them about their specific needs, introduce their needs. Sometimes they don't even know this is a need for them. So you want to come in with information so you aim to inform. Number four, be consistent. Choose a time frame and stick to it. 
Many moons ago, I used to be in the mortgage industry. That's a story for another day. But I remember when I first started in the field, I mean, I was that newbie. And then to top it off, I was the newbie and the female newbie. It was a very aggressive and competitive and male-dominated industry, at least where I worked. But Every week, I had chosen two days out of the week to go out and introduce myself to the realtors and just, you know, have them get to know me, see my face. I was consistent every week, every week. Finally, some months down the line, one of the realtors that I really wanted to work with that had a lot of business gave me a call. And you know what he said, why he called me? Because he said he thought of me when he had a potential client that spoke Spanish and he remembered there's a loan officer that comes every week, where's her card? She comes every week and drops off a card and says hello and says, by the way, if you have any Spanish speaking clients, give me a call. And that person was me. It was an amazing feeling to know that that consistency in that communication paid off. So be consistent. While the topic of a personal brand is one of my favorite topics and one of my favorite things to read about and learn about, and there's so much more information, these are just a few quick tips that you can actually get started on today if you wanted to, to get very specific on uh, your target audience. And this helps to develop your personal brand. Uh, so it's part of, you know, a few other steps that are involved in the creation of a personal brand. But this will absolutely give you enough homework to do because it also has to do with timing, right? It has to do with uh, evolving in your personal brand and getting very specific with your needs or your desires so that they can align with that specific client or that specific audience that you're looking for. Anyway, guys, that's all I have for you today. I really hope that, you know, you found this information useful, that you're able to apply it at some point. And I'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, any comments, please feel free. I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your social media and tag me so that I can see that this was something that you did enjoy. And it'll just help me to encourage me to continue to put out this material. And hopefully you don't have those blank stares that my eight-year-old did right now. I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the case. I cannot wait to get started next week with a brand new episode and a brand new interview of season two on this very platform of Brand the Interpreter, where I tell your stories about our profession. I hope to see you then. Till next week, guys. Take care and thanks for joining me today. Bye-bye. Hey, if you'd like to connect with me, please visit my website at www.brandtheinterpreter.com and feel free to connect with me directly. You can also find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as Brand the Interpreter, 
or as Mireya Perez on LinkedIn.